Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. Mark Saxon, I'm Brandon Kylie. Happy to go out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line to be joined by the voice of the blues, Chris Kerber, here on 101 ESPN. Kerbs, how you doing today, man? Fellas, I'm doing awesome. How are you guys? Doing very Great. well. So let's start with the big news today that came out over on The Athletic. Gabriel Landeskog talked with them about his current contract situation. And Kerbs, I got to be honest, man, when I read these, I was like, is this... Just the same quotes that we heard last year from Alex Petrangelo, and they they just switched the names on it. He said, I can't help but be honest with you that I'm a little disappointed it's gotten this far and has come to this point. I'm still hopeful we can agree on something and come to terms, but if it was up to me, I would have liked this to have been done eight or ten months ago. Do you think Landis Cog's going to hit free agency, Kerbs? I think there's a, it seems to be a growing chance that, that he will. Uh, you know, when you get somebody, and it is a very similar situation, almost identical in age, almost identical in tenure with the team, right? Uh, the captain of the team. Look, look at those different scenarios. And and in this situation, you've got Landis Cobb, who's been a top-line player with Nathan McKinnon, and with the Blues, it was Petrangelo, who was a top-line defenseman. So, yeah, very, very similar situations. Now, the Colorado Avalanche have some cap space. They have the room to get a deal done. It's just sometimes I think in these situations, you know, teams want to wait and see how it goes. Now, we don't know exactly any conversations that have had between his representatives and Joe Sackick and the team, of course, right? But having said that, the fact that teams play hardball to get it to this point, now I'm not so sure trying to wait till the deadline to put your best foot forward is really the way to go in these situations. And uh, so to me, it's looking more and more intriguing that he could hit free agency. As a little bit of a follow-up to that, Curbs, the Athletic put together some of their projections for free agent contracts, and these are, are certainly not perfect, but it serves as a little bit of a guideline for us as to what some of the asking prices might be for some of these players. And on Landeskog, they said about $8.5 million for five or six years. If that's what the asking price is going to be, do you think that's something the Blues would or should be interested in? Yeah, I think, you know, I think the, the Blues... Is, it's a great question, Brandon, on a lot of different fronts. And I think the broader, simpler answer is this. It's something I think you probably heard me mention before. But it's what, what, you can say, what, what, what window do you consider yourself in with the Blues right now? Like, I'm a lot less worried about year five, six, and seven from now than I would be in years one, two, three, and four. When you still have the prime of Colton Pareko, Jordan Bennington, uh, Ryan O'Reilly, David Perron still producing even at 33 the way he is. 
Braden Shen and these guys. To me, this is the window now. I think when you saw the contracts of Vladimir Tarasenko and Alex Petrangelo and uh, you know and, and Ryan O'Reilly in that seven point five million range, those contracts are now that eight and a half to nine million range. That's just where the market's going. And you're gonna probably have to find a way to play ball in there. I, I don't know if you can stay in your window with the turnover the blues have had without having to play ball in that contract range with at least one, if not two guys. So to me, a Gabriel Landeskog, the type of leader, I, I think he's one of the most underrated captains in the National Hockey League. And I say underrated because you just don't hear him mentioned with some of the other really good captains. But, I, but I mean, I, I don't know if there is a better captain in the National Hockey League than Gabriel Landeskog. He's extraordinarily respected. He's got um, his work ethic is there. The health is there. So he's the kind of player I think you can take a, a chance on a longer contract with. Hey, Curb, speaking of uh, guys uh, expressing dissatisfaction with their teams to the athletic, uh, do you see um, Tarasenko's comments last week to uh, the athletic Jeremy Rutherford about you know being dissatisfied with the training staff and, and the captaincy, things of that nature, playing any relationship to what happens with this list of protected players before the expansion draft? Yeah, I, I think on this front, and, and I don't know – I don't know the insight when it comes to the health of the shoulder and stuff like that. To me, that's always an, a real difficult area to go into. Because to me, I've seen shoulder surgeries that have taken really well, and I've seen plenty of guys on different teams where it's taken two or three tries. Shoulders are unique injuries. So I, I tend to dance away from that one until I've talked to someone specifically. Having said that, as, it, as, as that situation relates to the Blues' um, expansion draft decisions, I think a lot of that comes down to Doug Armstrong really getting a feel for the type of market and, and desire for Vladimir Tarasenko based on the teams that Vladimir has said he would go to mm. and, and what that market is like. If, if, if he feels that that's the case um, and, and, and that there's a, a decent market, then you protect him and you're going to get some assets. Mm. If, if you don't like what you're seeing, then maybe you take a chance with him and you'll get a good idea. You know, that's one of the reasons that the, the – Nashville Predators traded Arvidsson to the L.A. Kings. They got a real good sense that Arvidsson was the player that they were going to lose to the Seattle Kraken, and and David Poyle didn't want to lose him for nothing, so he got two draft picks mm -hmm. for him. Um, I think there's a way for Doug Armstrong to gauge that interest, and to me that interest is what's going to be and lead to the deciding factor of whether or not you protect him. Sure. Curb, sticking on the Tarasenko front, I, we've talked so much about it over the last couple of weeks now, and as we look into kind of what teams would potentially have to offer and where he makes the most sense, I've kind of fallen on the Boston Bruins as the team that seems to make the most sense to me from the Blues perspective. I don't know if the Bruins would ultimately pull the trigger on a deal like this, but they do have Jake DeBrusque, who might be kind of working his way down to the third line for the Bruins, especially if they're able to bring back some of their free agents. Did not have a good year last year, but has been a 20-goal scorer in their past. They also have Trent Frederick, who, if you expanded the deal a little bit and included a Vince Dunn, for instance, maybe you could get the St. Louis in, who's a former first-round pick from the Bruins. Do they make a lot of sense to you, and what do you think about those two names as possible returns for Vladimir Tarasenko? Yeah, I think Jake DeBrusque is more of the offensive side of things, which is what the Blues really need. So if they make a deal along that line, I think that that's what they've got to look at. They'd have to be pretty convinced that Jake DeBrusque could maybe play in that second-line role. Mm -hmm. To me, I'm more intrigued, but to be honest with you. There's a report that Zach Hyman could become an unrestricted free agent 
and a deal may not get done with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Blake Coleman is a name that I am really intrigued with with the with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, you know, I'm almost I'm almost kind of intrigued. I know that it was reported that Vladimir had Tampa on his list. You know, I'm almost curious if you can make a deal where maybe you get a chance to talk to Blake Coleman. You know, before anybody else does. Uh, who knows? Because um, Tampa is definitely going to be in some uh, a cap situation going into next year with the way things are lined up. But I see that as a possibility. I, you know, I don't know the teams, to be honest with you, all the teams that, that they put uh, in there. I, I think if, if the Islanders is one of them, I think the Islanders may have some more players with some decent upside that to me is worth looking at. Um, the New York Rangers do. If, if, if the New York Rangers wanted to make a trade and potentially uh, convince Chris Kreider to come to St. Louis, I'd take that deal in a heartbeat. There, I've, I've, I've really liked that player for a long time and uh, was almost disappointed when he signed his contract with the Rangers a year or so ago. So there, there are some opportunities there. But, you know, one other thing to keep in mind with this, guys, and again, you gotta, you, you got to know your general manager here. Mm-hmm. Doug Armstrong values cap space like a player. It, it is a heck of an asset right now. And to be honest with you, while draft picks are really important, Additional cap space in the immediate could help the Blues right now sign some key players to put them back in the hunt as one of the top teams, more so than a second-round or a third-round draft pick could be. That's not going to impact your team for the next four or five years. So, you know, don't don't overlook the fact that just even from a cap space uh, perspective, Doug Armstrong values that as a really important asset. Final question that I've got for you, Curbs. Yesterday, the big news that kind of shocked the NHL world was the Wild deciding to buy out the contracts of both Parise and Suter. Uh, first of all, what was your reaction whenever you heard that news? And secondarily, do you think either of those guys would make sense for the Blues if they decided to kind of take a flyer on one of the older guys? Yeah, I think if one of those two players made sense for the Blues, it would be Suter. Uh, that kind of depth. You know, once again, it would be huge, I think, on the Blues back end, especially if they don't sign Vince Dunn or end up losing him in the expansion draft. So um, I I think he's intriguing. Zach Parisi at this point doesn't intrigue me enough as a regular everyday player. I was not shocked to see them buy him out. I was surprised with the Suter buyout, you know, but then again, like we just talked about with the cap space with Doug Armstrong, that frees up a bunch of cap space right now for, for Bill Guerin. I also do think that the, that the unsurprising part of that is by moving both of those guys, it allows them to protect another guy like Matt Dumba or on the defensive side, and they really like where they are defensively. So it gives them a little bit of room when it comes to who they can protect in the expansion draft if they decide to go that route. But the second part is it really starts to change the culture of the room. Those guys were there for nine years. They had some good success. They were not able to get over the top. And I think Bill Guerin kind of has that sense of, I want to turn this locker room over to some other players. And to me, that move uh, was just as much a part of that as anything. Curbs, we appreciate the time, man. I know you're on vacation right now. So thanks so much for spending a little bit of time with us. Talk about some of the news from the NHL this week. We'll talk with you again next week and we'll be previewing the expansion draft. I know you've got a show that you'll be doing next Wednesday night for us here on 101 ESPN. Looking forward to all of that. Yeah, looking forward to that show, and uh, it'll be an exciting weekend and moving forward over the next couple weeks. So have a great rest of your week, you two, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Same to you. That's Chris Carver, voice of the blues here on 101 ESPN. We'll cross things over with the fast lane coming up next. Anticipation is building. The holidays are just around the corner, and at the Home Depot, we can't wait. 
With Black Friday savings all through November, you can count down to Christmas early with a Santa Countdown Inflatable Special Buy, only $69.98. Or anticipate when friends and family come to visit with an entrance full of LED lights that will welcome them and the holidays with open arms. Get the holiday magic started early. The Home Depot. How doers get more done. The Venture X Card from Capital One gives you more of what you love, like premium travel benefits and access to Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and ten times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. Plus, get access to Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, presented by Capital One. Maybe I'll see you there. The Venture X Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.